Hello and welcome to episode 123 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. James and Jake here for you this week. And do you know what I've just noticed, Jake? What? In our template, you have changed the League One review to the Championship review. Did that feel nice? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Even though we're not obviously doing it yet. It's... Um, I got sick changed. of seeing League One and like, we're not there anymore. Bye. <laughs> no, it's... Um, it is still a, it's, it's one of those exciting things, isn't it, to think, oh, actually, it's going to be very, very different this season. Being a yeah, podcast it, that started during the relegation season. We started was all the, the championship podcast. Yes. And then we have filtered down. <laughs> we were expecting to be back up a lot sooner. Yeah, but I think it's it sort of gives us those 123 episodes later, it's give us those sort of like well-rounded Sheffield Wednesday woes. Of yeah. being there all the way through it, you know. So yeah. there's that side of it. One thing you can never say, if we do start doing well, we didn't jump on it when it started getting all right again. <laughs> yeah, we went through the tr- we went through the tribulations of the relegation first. <laughs> but it's nice to see. It is nice to see championship review there. Um, a yeah. lot of exciting things planned for this season, which is going to be creeping up on us sooner than you think, actually. It's It'll be one be of those month. things where I think, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have to get things in motion. Like next week, we'll be able to talk about fixtures and stuff because they're out next th- this Thursday. Yes, yeah, so fixtures will be out this week um, by the time you next hear us on this podcast. We have done the thing where you notice the video version and the audio version might be dropping on a Monday. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast previously. I know we've said it privately. Depending on when we get it finished, basically, on a Monday now, because we shoot it a lot earlier. Um because I've moved some work stuff around, so it means I can I can shoot this not really late on a Monday now. So depending on how long it takes to get edited and depending on how big the show is and the upload times and things like that, it will drop before the Tuesday slot, is what I'm saying now. The latest it will be, unless there is a delay, which we'll inform you about, is Tuesday at 5 o'clock. Yeah. But I am aiming to get it out between anywhere between Monday evening and that Tuesday slot. So yeah. it's more of a case of, oh, cool, we got the pod- we got a Monday podcast this week. Because this was our old slot. Yeah, it is. Mondays used to be our podcast slot. Yep. Um, so it is, it is funny, actually, because weirdly, I think it's because everybody wants the news at the start of the week as well. The numbers perform like they used to on the Monday. We realised that we were actually hampering ourselves by going to a Tuesday as well. Yep. Which is which is a very odd thing, but it 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 is a thing. It must just be a day of the week thing. But he's also but he's also got the thing is people may in their mindset got back to that time slot we used to be in. They're like, oh, it's a podcast on a Monday. Brilliant. Yeah, I think it's also a case of um, what was actually hampering the numbers is not the fact it was Tuesday. It's the fact that there was just like split times. Um, and yeah, and that sort of thing. So it's just nice to have our podcast back in its slot, basically. But we are still going to utilize the Tuesday where we need to, um, because sometimes, sometimes we have a three man, four man podcast. We've not had a four one yet, but we will, um, where it just gets crazy basically. And the edit ends up taking a lot longer than it would be. But how has your week been this this week, mate? Uh, not too bad. Uh, went and picked up this, which we'll talk about later. 
Uh, you came up and saw it in person as well, and we had a good chat. That's the. Can I just say because that sounds quite dodgy for the audio listeners. This is it's his Sheffield Wednesday. Kit. Yeah, it's Sheffield Wednesday shirt. Carry on. Um, yeah, um, it's not been bad actually. It just this has been a hellhole. Like I, I'm kind of looking at my studio right now, going, "This is hot." Uh, so yeah. I've been trying to stay out of this as much as possible. But it's been good. It's been good to get something sorted. Um, been what a week where you plan. It's been a planning week, and I'm massively into making my lists ready for next season, ready for what I want to do content, what we're gonna do with this show, what I've got thing outside of YouTube. It's it's all planning. This year's gonna be a bit crazy and mental for me this year, so I want to get things in a row quite quickly before things go a bit more insane than I know it's going to be. How's your week been? All right, um, a lot of stuff to do this week. Quite a lot of business. Um, I've been the grumpy one for the past couple of weeks, so just trying to get things done. It is just one of those those months where there's a lot of work, but I'm just trying to sort of plan through it. I've booked a few days in summer that I'm going to just switch off from everything. I'm staying somewhere where there's no Wi-Fi, Jake. Uh, yeah. It's that lovely. Goes- and it's like by the... It's literally... The place we're staying is literally right next to the sea it does look gorgeous <laughs> but there's no wi-fi so no. sheffield wednesday will sign jamie vardy that week when i do decide <laughs> to do that um but it's more of a you case so, of you and so grambling to a star but for wi-fi just sat there <laughs> well apparently the signal's all right and i've got 5g so i'd be able to do something uh but yeah, I think it's just going to be because we're going to have a few days where we just switch off from everything and just, just, just get myself, just get myself to that work wise. As long as, it, because... as long as it doesn't turn into last summer when you da- went down to Cornwall and I'm sending you stuff and you're like, oh, this is horrific. I've got to download this and these are massive. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't ideal, really. Um, I was just just in Newquay somewhere and just editing. You and Jack. I don't remember then, getting the message going, ah, this is the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah, it, what didn't help is it wasn't a very short podcast either. It's like you'd gone on for a while and I was like, for God's sake, boys. <laughs> and then I spent all the time editing there. And then you get the usual, we always get it when there's two of us or there's another one of us. Like if it's you and me or if it's Jack and you or me and Jack. I just spent all my time putting the work into it and editing it and going, oh yeah, it's better without him on it. There was that one comment, as there always is when when there's one of us not on the podcast. And I was like, thanks lad, cheers, appreciate it. Um, I think the best bit, you started uploading it and it failed somewhere. You're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't great. What didn't well, help is I was I was dying, dying that week as well. Yeah, yeah. I had um, some form of tonsillitis or strep or whatever it was, and um, it was it was horrific actually. Yeah. That um, you could but what was nice? I was on internet. a beach. I was on a beach in forty when we had that forty degree day. You did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So that was. That was quite nice. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I saw you because I came and gave you some microphones back. Yeah. And you weren't there. I wasn't. And I was like, wonderful. 
I was picking my child up and then I had the usual, uh, can you just from the mother-in-law and you don't say no to your mother-in-law, you go, right, what need fixing? What do you need to do? Uh, and it's a cousin as well, so they got to have a little bit of play. And then I'm walking back going, I said I was going to be in this week. And then when you said, when I saw, are you, are you in? I was like, completely gone out of my head because the week been mental. <laughs> yeah. It's when I went, it, it, it was funny because when I was walking out and I basically was like, what's that? Because as you, you might know in the podcast, we've, in my other space, not this space, um, there's an aircon unit now because my other space is ridiculously warm. So it's trying to case, uh, cool it down. But the, um, the hose that goes onto the back of them, they're quite flimsy. They're they're not actually the proper ones are really good, but we got like a tumble dryer one to extend it because they're meant to work. And basically, all the hot air that came out of the it went through the normal tube, and then the extension, the tumble dryer just melted it. Right. Yeah. So we were like, well, that's not ideal. But when I went to yours. I was like, why have you randomly got a piece of aircon pipe slash tumble drive, but actually the proper stuff that you're meant to use in an air conditioner, you're just in your garden? Because we had a tumble dryer and it was in the hole. And then when tumble dryer broke, I ripped it out because it was letting the air out the house and we didn't need it anymore because we got an all-in-one job. And yeah. it was those things where... That had been there for months. If you told me a couple of weeks ago that you needed it, I could have been like, there you go. <laughs> well, it's I've not done it yet. I'm doing it tomorrow, but I'm basically going to thread that onto the other one, clamp it, and now that will actually work and be able to fully go out of the window, which is excellent. Yeah. So thanks for that. No um, but I must say it's made a world of difference to the other space. The problem is you can't have the aircon on when you do anything like this. Nope. And this room's actually starting to get quite warm now. You you is... have to like call your room beforehand and then go for the whole recording side of it because it doesn't work like... And much of mics are very good at like isolating noise. Some are not. And the mics yeah. that we both use in these bases are not great for to like the noise. They well, this, are... mic's old. this mic is old. This one I'm using in this setup... The one I use in the other setup is is a, is more what I use for vocal work. Yeah. But this is this I think was my first ever condenser microphone. Was it? But the editing we've got the preset wise for the podcast now that I've built is good enough to use most microphones. Yeah. yeah. So it's um it's quite handy in that in that regard. But it's it's all fun. I was going to say something else, but then my brain went mid-sentence. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think I've got anything else to say on that bit. We'll get to the football eventually. That's not about this podcast. This podcast is entertainment as well, all right? And that includes tumble dryer pipes. Okay? Yeah. All also, right? I've had, I've, I've had the fun one of people realising I'm dyslexic again this week. It's like, yes, I'm really bad at spelling. I... The problem, what people don't realise with a dyslexic brain, you'll put the word in to like Google to work it out. I and mean, if your brain doesn't actually know what the brain is, but it looks similar to what the word you're trying to spell is, your brain yeah. automatically goes, that's it, and you put it up. I can tell you're having a necessarily bad week when a word doesn't even look like the word you were trying to spell. Yeah. <laughs> the, there's, there's one of your videos this week. Hang on, let me find it. Sorry, I'm not mocking you, by the way. Where is it? Because I looked at it and I was like, 
Jake, what is that? <laughs> but I'm so sort of like, but I didn't even bother saying because you already had like a thousand views on it. Yeah. Right. Hang on. Where is it? Because this is going to uh, annoy me now if I can't find it. Oh, no, you've changed it. Is it the one that I published on uh, Friday? You've changed it. Yes. You that didn't know it is. Yes, I did know for the I got, future I got, that you put like. What did you put? You put something that uh, wasn't I the put, word future. Yeah, uh, I gotta go to the comments. It says, um, "Where is it?" Further. I put further, not future. Yes, <laughs> one for the fur. What? And you didn't even put the. I think you put one for further, and yes. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> that is like that is the best one I've ever seen yeah but I think that's what people need to realise you're doing this on your own you've got dyslexia yeah. it's yeah. one of those things that it's 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 admirable that you're still doing stuff and you you because you do get grief on it because there's a lot of narrow-minded people out there that are yeah. just horrific for the sake of it um the thing is, if you pull me up on it and you pull me up in it in a nice way and go, hey, it's meant to be this, I'll be like, fine. When you take the Michael out of me, I will take the Michael back out myself. And if you're cool, I'll just block you. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. That is the difference. The one thing that I'm I'm not afraid to block people if they are cruel. That's the difference. Because I don't... I've, I've said that since we started this podcast and YouTube in general. There's enough corners of the internet where you can be that, Right. And um, yeah. if you, but I don't like really associating. I like associating myself with as many people as possible with many diverse opinions. What yeah. I don't like associating people with is cruel intent yeah. and that side of it. So I think I think the also the funny thing is when they go into the kind of mindset of going, we're going to type this. It's like you do realize you're technically boosting me in the algorithm. Thanks. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them that. It's great. <laughs> But yeah, they, oh, oh, the chef who wears the career mode is back. I don't usually promote it on here, but everybody always moans in in this comment section. There'll be a podcast up like, when Sheffield Wednesday career mode coming back? I'm like, this is nothing to do with that series. But because it ends up in this comment section, it's back, yeah. right? Go and support it. It doesn't do anywhere near as well as the rest of the content that I make. <laughs> That's why it's as infrequent. But I know there is a core of people that love it. So, yes, it is back. There's a 42-minute episode of it. I've got another one filmed as well. I will edit it and get it out shortly. Um, I finished the season, so at least that season will be finished. Depending on how you that, that support FIFA it, be, there that might be FIFA another one. That will be finished. It will be a last well, FIFA. Exactly. I want to... The, the idea is to try and make Wednesday a proper top four Champions League club. Yeah. That's the, that's the ultimate goal, really. Because if you haven't watched it, we're already two trophies down. We've won two major trophies after the quite a few seasons. Mm. So it's I've never done one that in depth and to that extent. So I felt like it was fitting. But yes, um, and I've got a really, really I was just slightly off topic, but it is real life football. Elijah Adebayo for Luton Town, right? Yeah. Him. He is like, I've got a real affinity for the actual player now because he has been a beast in that entire career mode. And you know, nice. when you do that thing where you're like, oh, there is a part oh. of me that wants to get a Wednesday shirt with Adebayo on the back of it because of that career mode. I it's like when people buy football manager shirts, you know, the, the teams that have managed in football manager and yeah. they buy the shirts because they've got an affinity. 
but yeah, um, I could do that. That segues nicely into the news, though. It does. Um, because Sheffield Wednesday have put their home kit on sale. So we spoke about it getting revealed a little while ago. We're going to discuss the price. I will read the overall press um, release on the Wednesday website as Jake was just modelling his shirt on camera there because he's bought it as he always does and he's done a review on it. But this is from the Wednesday website. Following our dramatic Wembley playoff final victory over Barnsley... (laughs) which secured our promotion back to the championship. Got that one in there, lads. Well done. We are delighted to launch the brand new home shirt strip. I can't get words out. At this early stage to give Wednesdayites the chance to snap theirs up ahead of the summer holidays. Shirts in all sizes will be available from three to six months up to 6XL and ladies from size eight through to 24. The blue home shorts and socks will also be available. All Macron shirts will see the logo of the new principal sponsor, a up displayed on the front previously in the championship our shirt pricing had been held at 59 pounds for our adult short sleeve shirt through though due to increased operating and manufacturing costs these will increase to 65 pounds including 20 percent vat for the 23 24 campaign Adult short sleeve, £65. Junior short sleeve, £50. Infant and baby sets, £57. For a baby! But yeah, once available, supporters will note the new printing colour of red on the home shirts with a nod back to the early 90s as well as making names and numbers easier to read for spectators. Details of our 23-24 away shirt will be available in due course. Thank you, as always, for your support. Right, a couple of things there. Uh, we'll start with the red lettering. Have you got a problem with this? I've seen a few people having a problem with this. Um, I actually quite like it because it's the throwback. And if I you kind of like it. Like, I like it because it's a throwback to uh, a retro style. And the actual shirt is quite retro. It's like 93, 94, so it makes sense. Yes. It does seem all right when I've seen it in person. I've, I've obviously not got it yet, but um, the I don't know. The didn't do it very good justice. I think the photo made it look... I don't know. They just didn't look great. <laughs> It's a little bit not Sheffield Wednesday. It's a bit Brighton. Yeah. It's a bit. But I I think it's because of the collar and the collar and the shorts when you look at it as a kit. As a shirt. I think if it had it's black not too shorts, bad. it wouldn't be that bad. Look, there's a big debate over price, cost of living, inflation, all of those things, right? People, some people say well it's an extra six quid you'd spend six quid on whatever and they like those what about isms but that's not the point right in my opinion in my opinion it is a shirt that some people probably wouldn't have bought 59 pounds or would have bought it because of a promotion it's a promotion shirt it's probably the one that i would have bought straight out yeah this hasn't really deterred me but to be honest the more the fact i've seen it in person I was like, I can hold off on that one. I don't need that one immediately. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about the price. I think the infant and baby sets of fifty-seven pound is ridiculous. Right. That the fifty, that's the, a joke. 50 in, the fifty and fifty-seven for the junior and the infant is a bit ridiculous. But I have also got the other thing is like, yes, it's expensive. I will agree with that and cost of living stuff. But every industry has gone up since everything we don't know how much sheffield went they've been charged by macron for shirts 
That's the got, argument still, I don't like is speci- specifically. Carry we on, sorry, I'll, I'll remember, interrupt. We are a business. But then yeah. we are a football club. So you've got to figure out how much we how much are we going to be charging to make it uh cost effective for a bottom line, basically. I th- how much I is think it before what, we I think what thing? the problem is, Jake, is the argument about everything's going up, right, and it's happening in all markets and that is across the board, and this has been the thing in the pra- in the pre with the previous inflations. And the problem is a general wider issue, I'd say, is the fact that salaries aren't increasing to match it. No. And, and they're just not. And that you could say you can hold your employer responsible, but then the employer would turn around and go, well, everything's gone up for me too. And you get into that vicious circle of it, you know, and it's like, I think that is the if, big thing. If, people if people are knew how much we were getting charged as a club forum people might yeah. justify it a little bit more. These are the bits that, as a club, we don't, as fans, we don't find out. You never know, this fan forum that's happening on Tuesday might bring up some things about why is it this much. I think it's quite expensive. I've got, I'm actually going to take the other side on this. The season ticket one, I was a little bit like, hmm, I think it's a little bit tone deaf given the certain circumstances and we would like a more full Hillsborough. The shirt hmm. one, I can understand. Right. The shirt one, I'm not too fussed about purely because I think it is. I I am personally one of the people that thinks it is. I would drop 65 quid on other things of equal value to me. So that is fine for me. Yeah. Personally. And I'm not going to moan about that. I was trying to say it from the perspective of all the world circumstances, but it's also a case of I'm not buying it right now anyway. I usually I yeah. will possibly wait till till they I, start signing I, these I ones. Think, and, I think and sell my them issue I think my issue is that we're selling this shirt for sixty five quid, yet you go into the store and they're selling last year's shirt still for fifty. Yes. They need That's to sign all of those and get them gone now, by the way. We still we still got shirt from uh the following season still up for sale and they're thirty six quid. Knock them all down for a tenner, clear them. They won't, though, because the, the, the loss... We can't take a loss, in fairness. No. And here's the problem, right? Maybe we need to consider moving from Macron because here's what I we want to look at. This can't. is what I, and How long? We're in a 10-year deal, I think. Oh, for God's sake. Right, well, this is where it spells trouble then because go on Macron's website. Look at the Stoke City shirt. 76.99. Stoke City's website, the same shirt, £50. Do you know why? Because their club are eating the cost. That's obvious now. Their club are eating some sort of cost there to sell it lower, or they are they are selling it at cost. Maybe they're paying 50 quid for it and selling it, you know? Yeah. They're not making money on it, which is weird, or they're making very little money on it. But 76, that's quite a jump. Crystal Palace... Macron kit, eighty five ninety nine on their site, on yeah. Macron's site. On their site, there's two options. There's the um, there's a seventy pound one, which is the body fit one. That's probably that one. But there's also a sixty pound one. So there's like the yeah. two options of it. If you're so going we can see that the prices, we're seeing the clubs, but we're seeing the clubs are eating cost. Yeah. Whereas we, it, we don't sell ours on Macron. No. But we have got to assume 
that it would probably be a similar situation. So we are probably still taking some of the cost, even if it's a tenner or yeah. a fiver. Go on. You go on last year's shirts in the championship. Norwich City was the most expensive at about 65 quid. Same result this season. I think it's it's a difficult one because I think you've got to try and remember that it's still a business. And I think that's the hard yeah. part. When 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 it's your club, you see it as your football club and that's it. You don't see it as a running cost, uh, keeping the lights on and stuff like that, which makes it very, very difficult, if that makes sense. Oh, I also don't actually, think actually, you actually, need I've to... Just, I've just found an article that's a new championship kit that Sheffield Wednesday hype prices, Bristol City and Stoke unveiled designs. Where's that from? I will send it you now. No, just give us the, just give us the site just because um, you've read it. Uh, it's from the Stoke on Trent Live website. Okay, cool. So what I wanted to say there is you don't necessarily have to buy the kit every year. No. As well. That's one thing that I think a lot of fans would want to. This is a consideration you have to make. If you've got a bit... I think the, the thing that sucks is the, the, the kids' sizes. Because if you want to kit out your family, say you've got a few mm. kids and you want to like buy them all the shirt. Yeah. And they're like 50 quid. A p- How is the junior one 50 quid and the baby sets are like 57? Yeah. For a baby that will be able to wear it for what, a few months? Yep. It's just a bit odd, that one being so expensive. But I, I, I don't have too much of a problem with the adult one, as I've said. In terms of the kit itself, do you think it's worth uh, 65 quid? Because we did see that there was a few um, um, quality issues you were saying. I think this is nicer fit than last season. Last season was very tight for medium. I think they've made it a little bit looser. So it feels a looser shirt to have on. Um, I so far haven't seen too many issues in quality. This has been it. This has been through the wash once already and done okay. I think the thing with it, I would have liked to seen the uh, for people listening. The A up is stuck on. I'd like to seen that embedded into the shirt. So um, actually put in like we old remember the old uh, children's hospital shirt where it was yes. in the shirt. I prefer I didn't that, have that one. Was it in? It was. It wasn't green printed. It was like woven into the fab- fabric. So it wouldn't peel when you put it in a wash. But was it still a print then? Yeah, n- no, it was actually, it was a printed into the shirt. I, th- I remember the Chopper Chups one. One of them was like, like a I can, patch, a different material. Uh, no, uh, it was just all one piece of material and it was into the shirt, which would nice. Oh, it was yeah, no, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Okay, so it I wasn't like an the... iron-on thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's the problem with these iron-on things. People don't, understand how to wash them and then they put them in the dryer you put these in the yeah, dryer it kills I, them. oh yeah i never put a wednesday shirt in a dryer it's always a case of wash it and then let it air dry um yeah. it'd be interesting yeah, to see what the awake kit is that's going to be a thing because i i like i've i've got a thing of buying away shirts rather than the home shirts now this is so. thing i think a lot of people do i think a lot of people have got a cupboard full of home shirts and the awake kit is a what a change yeah i also must say that like I hate I hate the fit on a lot of the shirts. I just hate mm. them. Like I hate sports shirts fits. 
They fit like no other shirt. And I think I know it's because you're meant to be athletic, but why can't they realise that a lot of us aren't athletic? Make yeah. a shirt for <laughs> us that like to eat food. Okay? Right, but yeah, yeah um, let us know what you think about the away shirt pricing. Is it extortionate? Is it just a sign of the times? Yeah. And let us know what you think of the kit in the comments. So as you said, the fixtures are getting released next week, Jake, but also the um, the League Cup is getting drawn as well, so we'll know a little bit more about that on Thursday. Yeah. Is that Thursday? The yes. Same day? Yeah, it's the same day. Cool. So we'll know... We'll know everything, pretty much. I'm excited. This will yeah, be fun. Same. And the day you are hearing this, there is a fans forum, so... Sheffield Wednesday chairman, this is from the Wednesday website, Deshron Chanseri will hold a fans forum at Hillsborough on Tuesday the 20th of June. Mr Chanseri will invite questions on all things Sheffield Wednesday from supporters on the night in the club's 1867 lounge. Positive or in particular, in particular, I can't read anymore. In particular, negative in nature. I, know, no, or- I will read, I will read. I was just saying, I, I don't know what's happening to me, Jake. In particular, <laughs> negative in nature. All points will be welcome and met with openness and transparency from the chairman. The invitation is open to all Wednesdayites with an ID number and supporters can now apply via our online ticket site. Tickets for the event will be priced at £10, including a pie and peas meal before the forum begins. I will will eventually go to one of these. I can't tomorrow. That's now, the problem. Can I can I make a point that a lot of people haven't read this through? Because a lot of people are missing a bit in this. A lot of people are going, oh, so the chairman's pocketing the money. Proceeds from the event will be collected and won't cost are deducted. The chairman will double the funds raised and donate to charity. Oh yeah, so I didn't many read that people, either. I'm a part of the problem, sorry. So many people have not read this through and gone, oh, well, you've pocketed in the money then. It's like, no, he's giving whatever gets made and given to charities which are close to the club. Yeah. Also, you're getting a meal. Yeah. I don't, I don't get, do you know what? We need something to moan about. They can't moan about Darren Moore yet. (laughs) (laughs) They've got to at least wait until he's lost a couple in the championship before they call for his head again. Yeah. How many do you think it'll be? Five. I don't even think it'll be that. I think if he loses, if he loses on the opening day, it'll be like, oh well, he had a good run with us. I could genuinely see it, Jake. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. Um, keep an eye on both of our channels because if it's because if it's anything of interest, we will possibly even make a yeah. solo video on it in the week because. Some some interesting things do come out of that, and I do, I do think Chan Series got better at the transparency thing. So yeah, yeah. Credit where credit's due. Hopefully that'll continue and down the same vein with to that. Fair play and Chan Series. They were spotted going around Sheffield City Centre because there was an armed forces thing on Saturday, I think, and Chan oh, Series cool. walking around with a Sheffield Wednesday like shit t-shirt on with a dinner jacket. And the thing is, the one thing I always forget is you put Darren Moore and Chancery next to each other, you forget how tall Darren Moore is and how tiny Chancery is. <laughs> Darren Moore is a tall man. Um, yeah. This is an interesting one that will relate to us in the championship. Um, Michael Duff, 12 months of Duff, no more. So the man we beat in the final will be heading to the championship with Swansea by the looks of it. Mm. Oh dear. 
Oh, great. Josh Windack can come out if we box them press conference. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's just... It must really be quite horrible being a Barnsley fan because this happens to them all the time. I, it's happened well, to us once and it was really unpleasant. But managers just getting poached from the club. Well, this I, is the thing. I live with someone who's a Celtic fan and this happens all the time. Your club is the stepping stone to start your career to a point. And when that happens, it's really hard because you can't really get that officiation or affection to them because you know eventually that person is going to go away at some point because we are the stepping stone. Like Celtic had just literally re-signed Brendan Rodgers and I'm like, why would you do that? He walked away for Leicester. He'll do it again. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where you just, you you wonder if he sees that he's going to struggle with Barnsley next season. If there's more of a case of they needed to get back up last season. And yeah. because they didn't, he he sees Swansea as the better option. And it is an interesting one, that, because there is something to be said, in, in fairness, for building a good morale around a club and... A lot of those young players at Barnsley, they were a very young team. And yeah. um, you've got to have belief in a manager and then you kind of, it, a level of uncertainty comes in with a new manager, doesn't it? So you it'd just, be interesting to see what happens there. You just hope Barnsley put in place a, if you are going, you can't have any of our players for 12 months in the mm. deal. And then Warnock's staying at Huddersfield as well. So there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting matchups. Yeah in that league for us, the championship next season. But I will say something on a Barnsley related thing. Do you know, we've obviously tried to be quite fair there, but the the level of obsession, right? I was playing FIFA <laughs> online for the first time ever in a long time last night. Um, and I came up against a team with a Barnsley badge, right? a Barnsley na- username, which I won't say, and their nickname... In the game, if you want to talk about how much of a loving they have, their nickname for the team was the Blades. It was Barnsley fan. Okay. Right. So this was in foot champions. So I go two goals up and I sub Barry Bannon <laughs> and then score with the team of the season, Barry Bannon, and he rage quits. And honestly, I just wish I'd captured it because it was one of those things where I was like, I was trying to work out. I was like, okay, Barnsley fan, is it? Oh, no, he's got like a tyke thing in his name. Oh, okay. He's nicknamed the Blades. So they've got that love in. So the worst thing I could possibly do in this situation for this individual is bring Barry yeah. Bannon on and do that. So that's exactly what I did. And it was it was really obvious as well, by the way, because I was 2-0 up within like 25 minutes. Yeah. So I'd done a first half sub on 25 minutes of Barry Bannon and not skipped it so we could see him running on. <laughs> to be fair, Barnsley's actual admin on the Twitter kind of went it with the Champion League finally. John Stone's there just bossing the Champion League fan. For Wednesday, it's in the reply, Sheffield Kyle Walker replaced him. It's like, we don't care. 
Yeah, we really don't. That's the that's the thing I don't really understand about. The, it's like, did you see? Oh, did you see the whole thing? The whole thing. So Hull posted an image saying, "Who's excited about these grounds we're visiting next year? Look at all these derbies." Yeah, and in it was like Middlesbrough, Huddersfield, Leeds. And us and Rotherham. And it was like, look at all those derbies we're going to have. Hull. Hull City. Not not a derby. It's not a derby. I was like, I've never, I've never considered Hull a derby. No. Like, not even remotely. And that's not even like saying like, you could understand why Barnsley might want to try and make it because they're quite close geographically. Yeah. It's Hull. Yeah. That's not it's a derby. Weird. For me. It's not a derby. Full stop. Oh. But yeah. Um The Star are reporting that Kieran Brennan should be back from his injury in time for the season. Do you think he will um end up getting some game time or do you think it'll be another loan or do you think we I might think, let I him think I think he might get some game times get game time early on and then maybe like the back end of like the transfer when he might go on loan again. Um, there's a, there's a player there in Brennan, and we think twenty three. It's twenty three though. It's one of those things where he's like, where the, the point that... you need to you need to either have thirteen football uh, or gone. Yeah, it, he's at he's at the same point Hunt was at, right? And maybe we do the same with we did with Hunt, play him a couple of bit, and then if it don't work, end of the season, someone comes end of the transfer market, someone comes into him, we let him go. But Darren Moore has said that he does want to use him a little bit more. So it could be a case that he could be part of that squad rotation that we talked about last last week. Do you think he gets sold though? I don't know. I like it, dude. We've got another year left if we are going to. At least then we get something for him. Mm. I'm sick of having these players getting a year left and then we just they go for threes. We need to start having, when they get a year left, if someone's interested, seriously think about the sale. Do you think 23, though, when we're talking about players younger, maybe being off, like, fizz and that, do you think that... Do you think that alone is ideal because then he comes he comes back or do you think he needs to be assessed in pre-season and actually get in the squad now? I think see what you like in preseason. If preseason hits that part and he's ready, then you let him go go in. I think I don't think another loan will help him in his development. Even though he'd be playing week in week out, it'll help his development, but it won't help us because if he comes back at the end of the loan and we go, he's had a good loan spell, it's been great, but we don't think you're gonna ready to get in the team when he comes back. Well, that means we're gonna go on a free. Mm. Like I said, we need to stop this whole letting players go on a free. We don't do very well. We're very good at the buying stage. At the selling stage, we're useless. I was buying time there, sorry, because I was trying to yeah. find where I first saw this. Um, I know the Star reported it amongst other people as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, because I saw it on a Liverpool site. I saw it on... I've seen it a few places. I don't know where it originally came from, actually. 
it's probably come straight from the FA. So there's been a rule change yeah. for next season about a registration change. So it's they were talking about it. UEFA have done it. I think it's come down from a UEFA and the FA have done it in terms of needing homegrown players. So now it'll be a maximum of four players available mm. that aren't homegrown. Is it? Yeah. So if you're a football manager player, you will get annoyed by work permits and seeing a wonder kid in like Argentina or something that you can't sign because even though you could get them cheap and you could get them and they, they want to come to the club, they don't, you can literally sign them and they don't apply. They fail the work permit basically. This rule yeah. will change things. And the, the big argument and the talking point about it is it was put in place to keep players, homegrown players in the game and not lose yeah. that quality and make sure that we didn't just try and like take people from abroad. But with the game expanding, I think potentially this is probably a good thing for the lower league clubs to be able to bring in these really, really, really good mm. youth players. What What's your thoughts on the rule change? Do you think it's, it's a positive or do you think it's going to have negative effects? I think it's a positive, but I also think it's a reaction to so many young English lads going to places like Germany and getting first mm-hmm. team football. Cause look at look at Bellingham. He's now a Real Madrid player. And he went yes. he left he left England because he couldn't get in a team. He, he was in a team, but he wasn't like feeling like he was like valued enough for it. So he left. We've had it with a lot of our ex Arsenal players who have gone over to Germany. I think there's a one in the Bayern team who's done really well. And I think it this whole thing, you're seeing more German and Italian team come after English players and the the players who should be getting in the squad, but they don't because of because there's different players are ahead of them. I think for lower league it'll be helpful because we've only really signed two under Darren Moore, which was uh Silaso and Florian Camberi if you go in like the kind of thing who qualify. So it'll be interesting to see how this works, how people are going to scout differently. Um, it, it it all depends on how people are going to use it. If they, if they don't abuse it, it's fine. If they start abusing it, it's going to go down the pan. So the guarantee is that clubs will get two, right? And yeah. it's up to four. So... I think if it's done well, as you said, it's actually going to be a massive benefit for the game because you want to be able to... You want to... You need to keep our leagues competitive as well, right? And you need yeah. to keep our leagues growing with the world. I am slightly concerned that you look at the, the the likes. I actually think now the Saudi league in the next five years is going to be quite big in terms of yes. the players there. I don't think it's got any history, but they are trying to do... They're trying to buy history, and they have got the money to buy history because how is history made? You've got to start somewhere. So they've gone for the American model on steroids, basically. And let's get all these players in this league and make it Mm. the superstar league. But the dangerous thing is um, they're going for players like Mares. Players that are, would go into a, any Premier League squad pretty much and play for them. They're yep. at, they're Gundogan. They're going for players that, oh dear, these players would get in. Ruben Neves was one where I was like, are you serious? 
River Nether, Kante. Kante, I understand, right? Because Kante is like one of them superstar. What is one thing? Is one yeah. pretty much what he needs to win? He's an older player. Benzema, you can understand. Mbappe, you can under. Uh, no, Mbappe. What am I on about? Uh, Ronaldo, you can understand. I gotta say, Mbappe is the one you can't understand. <laughs> yeah. Messi turning it down was a great thing for me. Yeah. Even going to the MLS because the MLS has got more history than that league, and I'd rather it keep the superstar split. If everybody goes to that league, it becomes a thing. I, uh, I obviously. There's, there's there's questions around it and there's questions around the tolerances in that system and and basically that state are trying to not become an oil dependent state that's yeah. genuinely a thing they have they have put 300 billion into football um or i think they've made 200 or 300 billion available for football for their teams but it's state run the the, the, the crown there released the money i believe allegedly the thing and then is they, they unlike the, the chinese super league they've got the money to keep it going that's as long the thing as possible. That is the thing. And it's a case of they have realized that the oil will run out and they want to become, they want to keep their wealth beyond that. And what's the way to do that? The West have get their money from these, these, the entertainment and their business practices. And they've, they now know that they can use their capital currently to build on top of that. So whether you agree with it or not, it's happening by the looks of it. So we need to keep our leagues as competitive as possible, which is sad because that's when I start to think that the Premier League will start to get scared um, and release things on financial fair play. The talks of the Super League might come back, things like that, you know, to to keep up. The amount of clubs who are getting like big, big takeovers that the money getting ridiculous. Like each year when we have the end of roundup January, the figures are insane. We blow other leagues out the water. Now, if we have a league that starts blowing us out the water, we're going to be in trouble because yeah. clubs will panic. And the last thing we want is clubs overbending over the means. And it's not something you want to see. You'll never have the heritage that we have no. here obviously, but there will be an era of Saudi league will become the money league, but it's, it will reach a cap eventually, but the cap will then, it will be a case of, do you want to go on and win everything in that? They, they might even buy that. If a super league exists or something with that, they might even manage to buy their way into some sort of UEFA tournament, a European Mm. tournament. Yeah. You know, like the champions league, they might be able to do that. So, that's the only worry. The only reason it's it's getting really concerning is because did you follow the thing with Live Golf and the PGA? Yes, I did. The fact that Massively. that happened, that's yeah. concerning because you've got all these people who stayed loyal to the PGA yeah. um, and all these people that took these massive paydays at Live. And then even though they might try and deny it because it's the organization, not Live itself that's merged, basically Live has merged with the PGA after yep. a buyout. So yep. all those players who actually stood for their stood on their principles and didn't have, get, not got, it, 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 have not got the bag for it and it's happened. Yeah. It's, and all those players that left and didn't show any loyalty and took the money, they've back come in. back in mm. and they've got all... It's just... It doesn't it's sit murky. right... It is, it is, and it's. Um, you'll see it with. 
it's just it's so it's so we thought football was bad when we got american ownerships and like abramovich and stuff at chelsea and the money coming in it is just gonna get worse yeah it's gonna be difficult in it which is why i'm sort of glad we've had uh we the lower the lower league football in england is like nothing else you know, well, and you got, we've had the, our playoffs. The, I think running. the lower league. I think the lower league football's like nothing else. But also, you look at Wednesday example. Where do you get the Peterborough game at home getting talked around globally by Pep Guardiola? It's on the news in South Korea. It's on the news in Australia. It's like I'm glad that we have the kind of competition we have, which is basically you get relegated, you get promoted. I would hate the model where. That I love NFL, don't get me wrong, I love American football, but I would hate to have the model where if you're the worst team, you get an advantage next season for getting in players. I hate that idea because it gives anyone a reason to go, we don't have to try this season because we know next season we could get this. Or yeah, make it's it- it's a it's a case of if you remove the stakes in football, the greatest thing about our system as well is the fact that the the, the champions can get relegated and drop down a division the next season. That is plausible and can happen. It's a possibility. It's not. It's not necessarily happened. common or or happen, but it can happen, and teams can drop very you quickly. Only have as to look we've at seen, Leicester did that season. Leicester won. Everyone mm. saw something. It, when you see a team that either never won it or comes out of nowhere and wins it, it makes you remember why you love English football or why you love the three-tiered system. You had that yeah. ability. Luton, for God's sake, Luton the next year are a Premier League team. They were nearly out of the Football League a couple of seasons ago. Well, mm. where's the fairy tale that has that? It's... It's just adding a new dimension to the game, and it's one I'm currently not comfortable with because no. the amount of money being thrown about, it's... It's ridiculous. Yes. It is. Um, And we don't know how rich some of these people are, by the way, because they don't have to declare their wealth like a lot of people over no. here do. Trillionaires, more than that, probably. Anyway... Basically, my point there is the money might not stop. So yeah. this will be an interesting one to watch. But let's let's uh, let's pivot it back to Wednesday. I'm quite annoyed by this one, Jake, because know, we know, did a transfer episode a couple of uh, weeks ago, but we went on for so long that I said, let's end it here and talk about these in the coming weeks. And then a week later, we're linked with this player that I Who put on it? my suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Literally before there was even any murmurings, I thought, this guy's been on loan before. This is a Darren Moore signing. This is in terms of we're looking at Premier League loans. We're looking at people that he might bring in and some and, and realistically someone I could see us signing. Not necessarily going to light the world on fire for us, but if I'm talking about Sheffield Wednesday's previous signings, Brooke Norton Cuffey, Arsenal player. Yep. So this is from when I originally looked. He spent last se- se- season on loan with Coventry and Rotherham. Two assists, 41 appearances, helped get 15 clean sheets. He's a 19-year-old right back. Now, this week, Alex Miller of the Star has linked us with him. The Arsenal pages have started to link our interest with him. I'm so annoyed with myself. I didn't. We didn't do <laughs> the defenders that week, and then we just forgot about it last week because I was to, literally to be looking. Fair, I had one as well with Ogbeni. 
I had a yes, banging in that lift. You did. Uh, before it got it, put anywhere. And I was like, oh, could have got that out. <laughs> oh, well. It shows we're on the right track, the track in sort of the players that we're looking yeah. at. Maybe, maybe you'll make a scout out of us yet. But yes, so 19-year-old right back, Premier League loan. What do you think to this one, Jake? Do you think it'll happen? Do you think it's something that should happen? I think I think this one could happen. Uh, we don't have enough right backs as it is. It is. Um, and he's already shown that he can do a championship experience having two spells already. I think last season with coming close with Coventry shows that he's improved his development with them getting into playoffs. And I think it's one of those ones where Arsenal are very good at loaning their players and especially young to the um, championship. They are actually very good at like getting loans out there and seeing if they can improve. You look at uh, Enticatia. He went on loan to Leeds, had a fantastic time in the championship and then eventually got his bell. So I think if you want a player to development and see how a player under pressure has each week, I think it would be a good loan. The thing that stands out for me is the positioning and he's a right back and it just it just ticks all the boxes. That's why I initially highlighted him because of his loan spells last season. The fact that they're going to loan him out again is it. I, he's he, he's someone I think would work really well under Darren Moore because he's that younger player, yeah. you know, that needs to needs to kick on and have a really good season. I think a consistent season with Wednesday at right back, nineteen years old. It's the position we need. We need fullbacks, and yes. he's somebody that can. We either move Palmer into the midfield and play him, or he's ju- he's cover, but he's part of rotation. We're going to need a squad, you know, the championship. Yeah. You pick up we, Wednesday do pick up injuries, so he's, it's going to be important. I think he'd be a sensible one, and he's probably one of them lone players that will you'll end up doing really well for us, hopefully, and then you end up falling in love with, and then he, it doesn't happen. But um, just remember, with injuries this season, we are in the good position that we do have an international break. Maybe that some can actually get sorted and relax, which is what probably killed us a little bit last season, not having yeah. that break to like just get players legs rested. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but let's do what we always do in terms of um, new links on this podcast and look at his FIFA card. So he's a 65 rated right back, 76 pace, 39 shooting, 55 passing, 65 dribbling, 58 defending and 69 physical. So on E8 Sports FC, which it'll be next season, um, yes. probably one for a loan to buy. We've usually heard about the game. We haven't heard about it yet. Um, we've yeah. usually seen the trailer by now. But I think... It makes sense, this one. Yeah. And it's the kind of move that Wednesday should be making. And it's the point in his career now where he needs it. He's been on loan at Lincoln the season before. And then, you know, his career, he's not... He's had that that progression, hasn't he? Leave one championship. He's also uh, part of the England youth setup as well. So he's gone from under 16 level with England all the way through to currently being in the un- in England under 20s. So he's mm. definitely one that's got a lot of potential. So yeah, I think I think Wednesday makes sense unless he goes back to Coventry. Yeah. But I think we should be we should be all over this one and, and being quite aggressive with it. Let us know what you think about Brooke Norton Cuffey in the comments another transfer story and it's another why don't we just link us with every single player that Sheffield Wednesday has ever been involved with this is from the examiner live 
Jordan Story is on Sheffield Wednesday's transfer radar this summer. Yorkshire Live understands the Preston North End defender impressed during a previous loan spell at Hillsborough. In the second half of the 2021-22 campaign, he made 19 league appearances as Darren Moore's side fell short of the playoff hurdle that term. Story caught the eye for his versatility and defensive nous during that short stint at S6. It was no surprise that he slotted straight back into Preston's first team last season, racking up the most number of games and minutes played by any outfield player on the books at Deepdale. Despite having another two years left to run on his contract, Ryan Lowe's side... Uh, with Ryan Lowe's side, sources say the 25-year-old has been mentioned as someone who the Owls are keeping tabs on this summer as they plot a mini revamp after promotion. I'll end it there. So, yeah. this would be one that had cost us a bit of money, Jake. Yes. Just because we're interested doesn't necessarily mean we could get near it because I reckon this is sort of one that Preston would want a, upwards of a million for, would you think? Uh, more. A lot yeah. more. Yeah, uh, upwards. Keep going, I, I, basically. I think, I think it's anywhere from 2.5 to 3 million. And, and the problem is, questions... if this is someone we are going... The thing is, this, this this is one of these ones where I want it to either get done straight away or we move on. I don't want another season where we go in after one player because we want him. If we don't want... If they're not willing to sell him, don't keep going in and offer silly money because he's good... Don't get me wrong, good player, but we don't want to be the chasing club all the time. We want to be able, right, he's not done, move on to the next target. It's one of those where he's probably better than Mark McGuinness. Yes. Probably because of his experience with Preston and showing that he can do it in the championship. And I know people are obsessed with that, but he would also cost more. So if I look at those two players and I go, if Mark McGuinness is a good player and there's potential there, as with Jordan Story, if it's a case of Mark McGuinness for a million and Jordan Story for three plus, you'd probably make the McGuinness deal, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Even though I would like to see Jordan Story back because I think there's a there's, there's a player there. There is a oh, hell definitely. of a player there. But it's a case of how much money do we want to spend. But I also would get behind it if we decided to spend the money. Um, I've managed to close the entire document there. Bear with me. Uh, but highlights in terms of his last window with us, do you think we obviously saw him in League One? Do you think he would be able to play in this side in the championship? At the end of the day, he played the most minutes out of anyone in their team. So it shows yeah. that he can do it. And I think Ooh. in that... Sorry. What? You died on for a second. Carry on. Oh, and, and if that's the case, it shows you that he's very much a part of their first team and they're very happy to, with it. So we would have to put in a mammoth, mammoth bid for prizing him away. And the thing is, if anything, it, sound, it can sound really bad, it can sound really arrogant, but it sounds like when they kind of made him better for them, what a lone player should be, and... The fact that we've made him better for them is great, but it doesn't help when you want them back. I think it makes more business sense to go for Mark McGuinness because Jordan's story is 25 years old and would cost us more. He is becoming a very developed player, right? So he is a player that is literally, if you buy him, he's the ready-made thing now for you. You would assume, wouldn't you? He is your go-to centre-back and he's the 
he's the player you push on with. So I could see that happening. He's 25. Mark McGuinness is 22. And if he's a couple of mil cheaper... Yeah. I take the risk. One, one played a bit more and had a bit more experience. And I think also you're also looking when McGuinness went back to Cardiff, who's in a battling team battling relegation. Different mindset to a team pushing for promotion. Yeah. And but we know I how he enjoyed it here as well, don't yeah. we? So it's a different final. it's a different setup here. Yeah, he was. I think in terms of he's six foot four, Mark McGuinness. Jordan Story's yep. six foot two, so they're both big lads. But I think someone like Mark McGuinness, you can turn them in to a Jordan Story not very with not too much time if you have experienced centre-backs near them. So yeah. if is obviously still here. If we're playing a back three, I wouldn't be against, with Iorfa's performances, a back three of Iorfa, Iwekwe, McGuinness. I mean, it would be amazing to have a Iwekwe, McGuinness story. That would be great. Um, yeah. I mean, you could even have... McGuinness Iorfa story because I think that's probably quite an energetic yeah. backline there as well. Um, how about both? The, pro- the problem <laughs> no, is you got if you if you went for both seriously if you went for both though it's not going to you're probably talking but... about three point five million for both the pair. Oh no, I think you pay because I, I, I do think you're probably right. Jordan's story is about three million, and I think yeah. McGuinness they'll probably try and go for a million if we can get less. Fantastic. Um, but maybe they don't. Maybe they they do let him go for five hundred k or something like that. McGuinness. Can't. I wish. <laughs> We're all dreaming. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be interesting to know what you guys think in terms of that. Jordan Story versus Mark McGuinness. Do you want both of them, or would you say one's more realistic? And or, or should we be looking elsewhere? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see what happens with that one. Yeah, same. But I want to see us sign some players now, please. Yes. Um. So, the Star are reporting that two Turkish clubs have made offers for Fasayo Deli Basharu. The they're in the Super League. Oh God, I am so sorry. Antalazapor and Hatays. Spore, a taste spore. That's not correct, is it at all? Are both trying to tempt uh, Fizzin to making the switch to Turkey as he contemplates the next move in his career? I'll let you read the rest of the article at the star. I do think he's off. Yeah, I think he's gone. I think he's I don't gone. know if it's there, but I think he's off somewhere. Yeah, I think if he wanted to stay, he would have signed that contract when we put it in front of him. And then well, Johnson hasn't either. And it's like, Patterson has. Yeah, but pa- Patterson's got his signed and ready. It's like, the, the only thing with Johnson, you just wonder if he, does he, if he is he going to be a big part of the season or is he just going to be a squad player off the bench kind of thing? It depends what role Darren Moore says he might be in. Could be the decision there. With Patterson, we know Patterson doesn't mind coming off the bench, but he doesn't mind playing wherever. He just wants to play. Kind of thing. And the Turkey thing is interesting because Ryan Kent had just gone to Turkey and I had him go into the Premier League. 
or at mm-hmm. least a high championship club. So it's interesting the pool there at the minute. Um, but I think I think Fizz is gone. Um, it's a shame. Would have liked to see it, but we ha- he hasn't since all he started really well. Got to about October, had a bit of a knock, and then we start hearing all these things come out about contracts, not signed, agent stuff, AC Milan, PFB. And I think when that starts happening, you're just like, you know something's not right. I just do feel like we're at this point where we'd have heard things if it was going to happen. And yeah. I am still, until he is gone, I've got full support of him. So mm. I'd like to see... I'd like to see him sign the contract and commit his future to Wednesday and develop here because there is a player there. Oh but yeah, I'm going to be. Anno- I'll be slightly annoyed if he goes to Turkey because we don't get any money for him. Yes, that's the big thing. Um, yeah. And the silence is deafening on that one. Yeah, there's just it's one of those situations where there is a hell of a player in there, but he has to mm. have the right headspace. Is Turkey the best place for him to develop? I'm not necessarily sure. It I don't is. think it is. No, I think it's a, if you, if you go there, that doesn't necessarily make sense to me. I I think you're probably better staying with a manager that's going to develop you in the championship. It, it, he is best off if if the offers are what are on the table there. He's best off staying at Wednesday personally. Mm. It just the financial package is obviously going to be better over there. It's yeah. a nicer climate. There's all of those things to consider, but it depends what he wants to do with his career at this age. It, there'll still be interest in him for years if he keeps putting his performances in. So we, d- yeah. the one thing that can be at this age is it can kill your career if you make the wrong move. We've and seen I it. don't think I don't think the wrong move is staying at Wednesday. No, we've seen it with lots of players who have done this in the past, and I think you'll have. Because I'm really back, but I think you'll have more eyes on you from people watching the championship than you will do tur- Turkey. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think we need to sort of realise that money talks in the game, but agents talk louder, uh, just just as loud in players' yeah. ears. So I think we will we will know the extent of that shortly because. I hope he I hope he I hope he's getting the right advice and he's he's looking out for his career properly because we have seen players leave Wednesday and it not work out. We have seen players leave Wednesday and it work out later, but there's only one player and it's George Hurst. Yeah. And that's because of loans that it's worked out for him. And I I have a funny feeling next season in the championship he'll be a massive part of that Leicester squad. Unless Ipswich come out with a ridiculous deal to sign him on a permanent. Mm. Anyway, let's um, let's move on to our suggestions. Okay, so we're going to go back to that document we had, and I'm just I've just been yep. just quickly checking that none of the players have moved on. On my end, you can do that with yours. Let's talk the defenders. O- defenders, right? Yes, so the first defender I want to say is somebody who we're probably not going to sign, but if we had the ambition, this is not going to happen, right? But it's a player we could technically sign on a free. It's Ryan Manning. It's not going to happen. 
No. This is speculation wonderland. 26-year-old, left back, five goals and 10 assists in 43 experiences. He's played 20 uh, last season in left and midfield. Leeds are in for him, but Leeds were in for him three weeks ago when I put this in here and it's not happened. He wants the Leeds movement. It's not happened, so... Well, Leeds have also got a takeover and they need a manager first. Exactly. So... So... Sheffield Wesley, throw throw a decent amount of money at him and you have got one of the best defenders that is available on a free transfer, Ryan Manning. So I got um, one that's a free transfer well. Go on. Alex Ten- Tensebi, the ex-Manchester United youth team player. He's okay, a free talk agent. Th- talk, talk me through. So, re- so he's still a free agent, is he as well? Yes. He was at Stoke last season. Uh, did okay, but not well. He had his best bell when he was at Villa when he was on loan. Looked really good. He's a right-sided defender. It's a free agent again. I think wages will be a little bit high, but we might be able to negotiate that down. But I think he's only 20... I want to say 22, 23. Um, really so, good player. No, so, to, to, uh, is it Twan Sebi? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, it's 25. So, he 25. needs football. He needs... Right. This is one where you could see Sheffield Wednesday taking a punt because his career stats aren't great, right? No. Um, he's been at Manchester United from 2015 to 23. He went on loan to Villa three times. Five appearances in 2018, 2018-19 season, 25 appearances, and then the 21-22 season, nine appearances. They're all for Villa on loan. He then went in 2022, he went to Napoli on loan and only made one appearance. And then last season, he made four appearances at Stoke. Is he a player that it is one of those players that you think that Darren Moore might look at and go, Hmm, there's some, there's, there's, there's there might be a player in there because he has been, he's done it before. He had injuries last season. That's the only reason I think. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that's a bit of a concern, the injuries that he's had kind of thing. The reason I want to, the reason I'd actually say you're probably onto something that we might even have a look at him here is, He's a centre-back, right? But he can play right-back and plays right-back yes, as a natural that, position. That he, did, he he got what Darren Moore liked, which is versatility. But he can also play in the holding midfield. So he has played there before. Um, so he's a versatile player and Darren Moore is looking at those versatile players. He would be a permanent... It would make sense because of the links to like the the right the Premier League right-backs on loan, for example. Someone like Twanzebi would be the permanent you make and you loan someone like Norton Cuffey. And then you are you are filling out that, that full-back position for the, with, with an age difference because 25 years old, he's a good age. It could yeah. be a case of his next club is the club that that is the making of him if you can keep him fit. Now, the only thing I think we would be concerned with is the injuries because that is yeah. something that Wednesday aren't good with in general. Yeah, very much so. Um, you've, also got to rem- you've also got to remember with Darren Moore when he had the likes of, uh, say, West Brom. West Brom had a lot of money in when they came down. And he mm-hmm. only spent eight million on uh, Sam Johnson. The ref were loans. I would love this for FIFA reasons, Jake. 
He's a 74 yeah. rated silver centre back with 81 pace, 33, 36 shooting, 63 passes, 68 dribbling, 73 defending, and 72 yeah. physical. He, that would be great, but in terms of real life, he is probably a risk. Yes. But obviously, this has been a speculation topic, but it would be interesting to know if Sheffield Wednesday should be taking these risks. 25 years old, it's a it's an age for a player to make his career now. And on a free transfer, is it one that Wednesday maybe take a punt on? Let us know what you think in the comments on him. I will say, this won't make it into that breakout we've just done because uh, we've got enough transfer talk about. So main podcast listeners, welcome. Reese Williams could be one we go for at Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, true. Potentially. Um, that is, it's one of those players that... Um, they're having some injuries at Liverpool, so he might be kept as backup there. But he spent some time at Blackpool last season, and he's uh, he was at Swansea the year before. He's a six foot five centre back, by the way, and he's twenty two years old. So yeah. he was recalled in January of last season, and he uh, he made seventeen appearances for four clean sheets. They conceded nineteen goals, so. Not necessarily one you think, oh, yeah, he's going to come in and change the team. But if you're talking about Premier League loans where he, he wants to go and get some stable football, I think Reese Williams could be one there. And he was one I was looking at in the defence. Well, there's also, I don't know if I mentioned it, I don't, uh, Calvin Ramsey on loan from Liverpool as well. That'd be an insane one because wasn't he quite highly rated and then he just yep. didn't really get the time. Yeah. Yep. But I think he'd probably go for a top end champ, to be honest. The, but, well, this is the thing. We're we're having we're having to remember that we've seen Darren Moore do the pulling league one. We've not yeah. seen Darren Moore do the pulling championship, and we missed out on a lot of championship players last season because we we're in league one. I'm excited now. Don't say things like that because we could actually bring in some. We're not seeing anything happen yet, Jake. So no, let's see what does happen. But yes, yes, that is all I've got for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Anything to add, my friend? Uh, just keep yourself well and hydrated because it's still going to be very hot this week. Indeed. I'm going to get... I'm buying a chair. I've decided I'm going to buy one of them posture gaming chair things because... Do it! My back wrecks. Is it for, I'll probably is have to the, do it, it in installments, but I'll do it. Or is it a chair for Therefore, both places? Because um, your chair at your other place ain't much better. <laughs> You know, it's awful. I might get two. <laughs> do I get do I get two? Join us next week on Chairgate and I'll let you know what chair he gets. I've just we've got a gig coming. I'll talk about that on the pod of with some promo at some point because it would be cool to it's in Sheffield actually. It's Tramlines weekend, so I'll chat about that at some point. But yeah. um it would be good to see some people around at the gig if you are out and about over Tramlines weekend. But I've just spent some money on equipment to sort our new playback system out um, because we obviously, we've got quite a few synths now. So I've just spent quite a bit of money on sorting all of that out because, well, we we don't have a synth player at the minute. I wrote all the synth and played them myself. But slightly had a showcase that made you spend money as well. I haven't spent any money on that yet. That's all future me problems. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I did get the controller actually because my controller was dying. So I have got the Starfield controller. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
my everybody knows on the career mode i was saying that the right trigger was sticking because i would literally it hold down sprint you hold down sprint all the time on that game and i've held yeah. down sprint for so long on fifa on the career mode that it just goes it goes real slow now so it sticks so i needed a new controller but i've also got to the point where i got it and i was like oh this is so nice and i used it once and then Soph went hmm you're hitting that trigger a little bit hard there aren't you like you're gonna wear off the you're gonna wear off the finish and i was like why did you say that because now, now i don't want to use, use it, it. yeah so now it's on the side she knows my brain yeah anyway that's been it for this episode of the talking wednesday podcast take care and we will see you in the next episode of talking wednesday see ya